1: Welcome to Freedom with Adam Riojas. His goal is not only to inspire you to receive everything God has for you, but to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. And now, here's your host, Adam Riojas. woo
2: Welcome to today's show. Today we have an incredible man of God as our guest, Owen Hemsath. And we will also have in the latter part of the show, where we will be going through Exodus, chapter 14 and we will be talking about standing still and not to fear but without further ado owen i want to thank you so much for being on the show here today i, I am excited um and if you would if you could tell the listeners our folks right now a little bit about something uh, about you and then we'll go into A. Q&A.
3: yeah absolutely man so pumped to be on your show. You know, just yesterday I was doing a spot on KUSI News. Wow. And you know, you get to speak to all of San Diego, you know, when you're doing the news. But being on your show is especially fulfilling because I, I get to be talking to the body of Christ in San Diego. And uh, and that is is so exciting. So thanks for having me. My name is Owen Hemsass. Online, I'm known as Owen Video. And I run a YouTube business. I teach business owners and CEOs how to start YouTube channels. And, you know, my start in this industry, I mean, I've always kind of been into video, but it started when I came to Christ. I actually um, did not grow up uh, a Christian and... I was lost in my life, and my girlfriend had directed me to a video. She said, watch this video. And it was a video by Joel Kramer. It was about apologetics. Wow. And in the course of that video, in my dad's basement in my house, I gave my life to Christ. And I didn't know what it meant to be born again. I didn't know anything about sort of like, I prayed the sinner's prayer at the end of the video, you know. And I woke up the next day. I went to bed crying. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on (laughs) with me, you know? (laughs) And then, like, I woke up the next day, and I knew I was different, and I I knew that I wanted to live for Jesus, and I knew I wanted to live for video. And so I went to church, and I enrolled in school, and I I got good at video, and, and I became a YouTube coach. And I make, you know, videos about all sorts of things, about technology and tips, and the news has me on from time to time to talk about stuff. But what my my real passion is, is using video to to teach people about the Lord, about what God has done for me and what God continues to do for me in my life.
2: That is powerful, Owen. You know, I I met you when you were actually going to school, and I think that was Palomar College. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, that's right, man. I I went to Palomar, and then I went to uh, Cal State San Marcos.
2: You were already putting out some videos during your college years that were literally going to the top of the charts. And and that's amazing when I think about your life and what you've gone through. Tell me a little bit about, um, because you're a consultant, so and, and you consult companies and CEOs. Tell me a little bit about that.
3: Yeah. So, you know, when I first got started, I was doing Christian sketch comedy and that was kind of like my passion. I still write a lot of comedy. My my family and I have a family friendly uh, comedy channel on TikTok that is blowing Ooh. up. Uh, we, we do it for fun, but it's blowing up and it's, it's so cool. Um, But that's what I love to do. So when you and I met, we were doing these funny videos, and the first video I ever did was called The Sin Collar. I remember that. And it was sort of a, remember that one, man? Like, (laughs) you were in it. In fact, I think you were actually in that one. I was. (laughs) Uh, The the viewers can go see that. It's still on YouTube. Just look up The the Sin Collar. But it was kind of a spoof about, like, how, like, you don't need Jesus. Just wear this shock collar, and it will shock the sin out of you, you know? It was It was really funny. But here's the thing is we took that um, that skill set and we began when I say we me and my wife, you know, um, I began knocking on doors in downtown San Diego. So I was going to like La Jolla. Um, I was going to even like San Marcos and like the business, uh, the business malls, you know, like the outdoor malls and stuff. And I would knock on doors and I say, hey, I'll make you a video for your business for twenty dollars right now. And and, they would say, oh, my gosh, can you come back tomorrow? And I say, hey, if I come back tomorrow, it's one hundred dollars. Wow! And I'll do it right now for twenty. You know, and so I would. I started making videos for business owners uh, because it was sort of like, all right, this this Christian comedy stuff is funny, and we sold uh, that video to churches. Like they they churches would like license it and then play it in front of their uh, before their Sunday sermons. Wow. But it wasn't like we couldn't make a living that way. You know, right? Um, so we had to to kind of find a business. And that was the business that we started. So I, I sort of took my, my expertise in making video and I brought it to the real estate agents of San Diego and to, you know, even at that time, the karate studios, you know, anywhere that had a door. Like I, I was knocking on doors and um, making videos for people. So that's always been my passion, you know, um, is is making videos and delivering a message. And, and that's uh, that's my career. That's what I do for a living.
2: Has it been tough for you to. Uh, be a Christian, because um, I know you love the Lord, Owen, and it's pretty powerful, but yep. has has it been tough being a Christian and being in this industry that can be very secular at times?
3: Yeah, you know, I think that there's always challenges. I don't think it's any harder for me than it is for, like, a UPS driver. Um, in fact, I think it could be a lot harder for, for a UPS driver because there there is— sort of a tradition in television of no cussing. There's sort of a tradition of like no nudity. So when you're in video circles, even YouTube circles, like largely you're in a place of like PG rating. I think that the, the hardest thing that for me, Adam has been that because I'm in the public eye a little bit more than the average person, you know, I'm expected to live a certain like the church sort of expects a certain level of religiosity from my language, and you know, like I'm I'm not that guy, right? Like I don't cuss and I like all the basic stuff, but I also when I do my videos, I'm not saying praise the Je- praise Jesus and praise the Lord. You know, <laughs> I get I might, it. I might, bust out a, I might bust out a hallelujah every now Amen. And then, uh, uh for sure, and I, I wear a cross necklace. you know there's some things that I do that i, I let people know where I stand. I mention church and stuff, but you know a lot of times I've been told in the church like from church people like hey you're you're supposed to be more of an evangelist, and it's like, man, uh, this is my job um my My mission, you know, sort of my calling that God has had me and really has to do more with one on one ministry inside the church, specifically when I minister to cancer patients and and that's that's where I'm—that's where it's on my sleeve, you know? And so being a Christian is is as tough for me in this culture as anyone else. Uh, but I feel like sometimes as a church, we put our expectations on people um, because of their station in life. And, and that's been a challenge for me, is kind of dealing with what I feel is judgment from my brothers and sisters.
2: Mm. You know, we'll get to the, the cancer thing in a minute, but— I I have this this question for you that you know I I think it's I- important for people. Um, how did you get into being a, a speaker? Because I know um, yeah. you've done like the Chosen. You've been like an MC or yeah. something there. So can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, so that's that's a really interesting point. So the Chosen is a phenomenal Christian-owned um mini series multi episode uh TV series about the life of Christ and it is done so in such a tasteful modern um but non-traditional way um they actually build backstory in into this uh to the series about like the woman at the well and sort of what her background might have been right you know, there's some there's some but they never they never mess with the the fundamentals of the of the um uh, the gospel so so my friends. Started That show. And wow, it gives you a set. Yeah, it gives you a sense of so Dallas Jenkins. I didn't know Dallas. Dallas Jenkins tapped my mentor uh, to to be in uh, to, to, to bring this TV show to fruition. And so I knew about it from the very, very beginning. And and I think that that relates to the type of YouTube that I work in. I work in a pretty conservative YouTube arena. Uh, even this guy, this producer, this executive producer of the show, is not himself an evangelical Christian, wow. um, but he's a phenomenal YouTube talent. So I got connected to it from very, very early on, and in my line of work, I'm often hosting workshops, or I'm I may be hosting. Um, I'm on stage. You might go to a conference, a business conference, and I'm the guy who opens it up and says, "Hey, everybody, welcome to the show." And this is something that I really love to do. And I do a little bit of stand-up comedy and, and just jokes and, and things like that. So uh, I was I was diagnosed with um, a, a pretty terrible advanced cancer a few years ago, and my buddy taps me on the shoulder think you know, kind of like I you know, I don't know like if you can even do this, if you even have the strength to do this, he's like, but I would like for you to to host. Um, the season finale taping of The Chosen, where they did the feeding of the 5,000. Wow. And so, bro, I got to go out to Texas. They called it The Frozen Chosen. This was a <laughs> couple years ago. It was the coldest day in the history of Texas that, oh, wow. like, in recorded history. And we were supposed to be in the summer listening to the Sermon on the Mount. So we had to kind of, like, take off our jackets and roll up our pant legs, and, and it was freezing. It was, like, 30 degrees. It was r- and just icy, and it was just terrible but, um, Michael, uh, see who was there. Um, there was, um, all sorts of, uh, Christian singers there. Carrie Job was there. I love that. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. And, uh, the co- Christian comedians there, uh, Michael Jr. Was there and I got to introduce them all and hang out with them backstage. Wow. Uh, it was really like a blessing. And, you know, like, I felt that, like, this was, like, could have been the lowest time of my life coming out of this, like, terrible diagnosis. But, you know, even in the darkness, God chose to, like, bless me and use me. And uh, I got to tell my story in front of thousands of Christians, but thousands of non-Christians uh, as well. And God got to use—I got to be used for that. I got to be a part of that. And that, that was something that, like, even in my dark times, like, God always puts me back on my feet. The Bible says He puts my feet on solid ground amen and and that's that's the God that I serve
2: amen hey if you just tuned in this is freedom with Adam Riojas and we are currently interviewing a great man of God he's a YouTube entrepreneur a YouTube expert consultant and online marketing coach and also a speaker and we will continue but don't leave us because after the interview we have an incredible message out of Exodus 14. Owen, um, you know, I this is tragic, and but I know God uses tragedy for His glory, and 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 you know, I when I thought and found out you had cancer, this is several years ago, I believe. um, I I sat with another person, me and you know Willie, and we sat together, and I said, you know, I gotta go pray for Owen. And I, I think that the drive was like 12, 13 hours or something from Oceanside. Yeah. And Willie's like, I'll go. I'm down. And I love Owen. And so we drove. And, you know, on the way there, we were just thanking God for your healing before we even got there. And we literally got there, hung out, prayed. Um, and thank God, and drove back like literally the same day. The but, same day. <laughs> the man. same day. But tell us a little bit about your journey thus yeah. far with this cancer that that has plagued you, and God has blessed you through this whole thing.
3: Yeah, Amen, bro. Uh, and not only blessed me, but like redeemed me. Amen. Amen. Like brought me out of the fire. That I I kept putting myself back into. You know, I often say God saves us one time, okay? Amen. From the eternal pits of hell. But then he rescues us daily, bro. He rescues us from like our own stupid habits that we keep Ah, kind of going back into. You know what I'm saying? And, And I'm. I'm so grateful for that. So I, I was diagnosed with um, a large, a 12 centimeter tumor, size of a grapefruit, that was in my chest. Wow. Um, back in 2015, I think. Okay, so it's 2015. I collapsed on my living room floor. Doctors, like you got a 12 centimeter tumor in your chest. I didn't know what to do, so I did whatever they said. I the doctor said do chemo. I did chemo. The doctor said do radiation. I did radiation. I never once Googled or researched my own illness or the medications that they gave me, bro. And it, the radiation destroyed my body. The chemotherapy destroyed my body. I went through this radical sort of like um, process of, of like, they break you down to, to where you're almost dead. And, and then they're like, okay, good luck, right? So, you know, I finished a year and a half of treatment and then I just went back to living my life. I was never the same again. And four years later, the cancer came back as stage four. My doctor said there was terminal. There was nothing that I could do. And, and wow. I went home broken, bro. Like, I have four kids. I have a beautiful wife. We had just bought a house, you know, all the things. And I remember going into my backyard, bro, and like on my knees, shaking my fists and like, why, God, why did you do this to me? Why have you like, why have you chose me for this? I, I, you know, and I'm just bawling outside. Well, you know, I went through a period of darkness, um, as, as the words that the doctors told me just kept resonating, right? Like there's, there's no chance you're going to die. There's two years to live. And then all of a sudden, I heard that still small voice, bro. I heard that, that voice of the Holy Spirit. And, and I don't know how it is for you or for our listeners, but like for me, it was like a word, and yet that word was just like pregnant with meaning. Mm, amen. And, and the word that I heard was um, um, Amazon. And I, what, what the Holy Spirit was saying was like, go to Amazon and find books on cancer. Wow you know and so i did man i went to amazon and i searched for how to beat cancer and i found a book called how to starve cancer and i bought that book and it began my journey into metabolic therapy for cancer patients and you know bro it's so biblical and and i would recommend that if if you have been diagnosed with cancer or you know someone who's been diagnosed with cancer you have got to explore metabolic therapy this is how we beat cancer God's way, without toxic medications, Amen. without these death-filled hospitals and their broken promises of new age medicine, where they take radioactive materials and they destroy your body. God says, be still Amen. and know that I am the Lord, bro. And Come you know on, what? Bro. I began this, this journey back to health where I was eating better I was doing natural therapies, restorative, redemptive therapies that kicked the cancer out of my body and replenished my cells with healthy, nutritional food. It was it was a look. It was hard, man. Like I ate nothing but plants for two years. I (laughs) mostly eat plants, and I do a lot of fasting. I can't tell you, like fasting has been um, absolutely incredible. But here's the thing, man. Like I stand before you today, almost entirely cancer free I don't even see an oncologist a cancer doctor anymore there's no reason for me to see a cancer god doctor is good life. if amen bro like if I didn't know people say are you cured are you healed or all these, these like we could talk about all the different medical tests and things like this but here's what I'm telling you right now if I didn't know that I had cancer one time in my my body there'd be no reason today to believe that I have cancer hey, I'm man, I'm Owen. running and I'm, I'm doing all of these things And and here's the thing you know, when when I first got sick, people would pray for a miracle. And let me just let me just preach this for a minute, okay? Because preach, brother. Come people on. People were saying like, "Hey, like, oh, we pray for a miracle, God. We pray that you would you would you would re- reverse this disease. You would do all these things." And here's the thing: is God can do miracles. Yes, he can. He can go into your body, into your brain, he can take that cancer out. But you know what? God did a miracle on the sixth day of creation when He made the human body. Amen he made a miracle and here's the problem we get in the way of that miracle god gave us everything we need in the plants in the trees and the fruit and the vegetables on this earth he gave us everything we need but what do we do we fill it up with boxed foods that were made in a in a factory somewhere across the world for the sake of profit not right. for nutrition and when i got when i started eating right my body reversed the cancer and now I, I share that story. My heart is for, um, I created a YouTube channel where, where we, we show people what we did and we're referring them to the doctors, bro. I have a doctor that he's a Christian doctor specializes in, in cancer. I found him on YouTube and I'm like, I got to call this guy. So wow. I got to find him. Turns out he's like this Loves the Lord. Amen. Right. And he, I, so he gives me a prescription, right? He prescribes me all these like natural things, right? Like, um, uh, melatonin and 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 curcumin and some of these natural supplements. At the bottom, guess what he says? What does he say? He says, "Take a Sabbath." Amen. He says, "He says, look, man, you need a full." He says, "God gave you a day of rest." He's like, "I know when you're resting, you're really going to Costco, you're really going to Home Depot, you're really on that Honey Do list." He's like, "I know that you're you're not really resting on the Sabbath." And what I want you to do is I want you to, to, to honor the Sabbath day and take a rest and let your body restore. And ever since then, man, like, we are religious about uh, about honoring the Sabbath and making it a day of rest and, uh, and and worship, for sure. But, like, we're not out trying to do a bunch of errands on our Sabbath. Like, we're trying to, like, honor that. So, you know, that's kind of my story about cancer and where I am today.
2: That's powerful, man. I I love it. I, I believe that's why when I drove up there, I was going to come pray for a miracle that God would take it away right now. But it, it was in my heart that God said, just come thank me. Put your hands on him because hmm. I've already healed him.
3: Amen, bro. And so Amen. I, I, and let me tell you, before you came out there, I, I, I wasn't in a place. I was still in this place where I was praying to be healed. Not thanking God, I had been healed, and God was putting me through a process where He's like, "I've already healed you." Hey, that. And then you came in with that message, and it confirmed for me that what I was hearing was the Holy Spirit.
2: Praise God! That is so powerful, brother. I love you, man. That is that is amazing. You've definitely had a an incredible journey. So let so let me ask you if if somebody wants to contact you and 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 look at your work, how do they get a hold of you, Owen?
3: Yeah, absolutely. The best thing to do is you go to owenvideo.com, and you that's my website. You check me out. I've got links to everything there. But get this. If you want to look up the cancer stuff, go to beatcancerwithme.com, beatcancerwithme.com. And if you are dealing with a diagnosis or someone you know has diagnosed or – you have not yet been diagnosed because chances are one in two males is going to get diagnosed with cancer. I want you to know that there's hope, that the hope is not in chemotherapy, that the hope is not in the hospital, that the hope is in the Lord and the body that he made you is good and it will repair if you let it do its thing. That is
2: powerful. Praise the Lord. Thank you for that. You know, I thank you. You're, you're an amazing, amazing man of God and an, inspiration definitely to me because when we hear um something from the holy spirit and then someone confirms that then it's up to us at that point to say okay god i'm gonna walk in this yep. and believe yep. what you've done for me so you have four children um, yep. you're married how is the married life and how is your wife and how are your children
3: Man, I'll tell you, we're we're so blessed, man. It's it's hard to go through what we've been through and then try to be like, oh, my back hurts. You know what I mean? Hey, like, well, my back hurts today. You know what I mean? It's like I'm so happy to be alive. Hey, man. You know, like the calling on my heart lately has has really been um, uh, a full schedule is an empty life and. And I don't, I don't mean that to, to, to challenge or, or like attack anyone. But what I noticed is that I was always filling up my calendar with like, um, the sort of like profit first, um, business first sort of priorities, you know, like work first. And what the Lord really spoke to me this year was like family first, like clear out your schedule and build time for your family before you put in like your work appointments and, and, and some of these things, and let me tell you something like that scared me because we had a couple of clients like say, Hey, that doesn't work for me. And it's, it's like, well, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Like I'm going to, I'm going to hang out with my wife and I'm going to be with my kids at this time. So, amen. you know, we, we've been working on that and um, really working on uh, some of the repairing some of the, like um, it was traumatic for my kids to watch their dad go through some pretty intense cancer stuff. And so we're really working on like, um, cleaning that trauma out of our minds, um, getting into a restored place. If Dad's not going through cancer anymore, Dad's been through cancer, and really, like, it feels like I'm born again. Again, it feels like like I'm really beginning something new. And and the energy around our home is is one of excitement and one of like we can't wait to see what God's got in store for us next.
2: I love it, Owen. So listen, we have two minutes. Um, give our audience um, uh, cause w- we have audience we have an audience now in Arizona. I, I, I was Oh wow. I got to be blessed and go out there and speak at a church. Um and uh and I don't know if you remember Butch and some other people. They oh, ended up yeah, at the same dude. church. I got to go speak there and uh there's at least four or five hundred people listening in Arizona as well today. Um and so Give us a word of encouragement, Owen, as we close yeah, the show. Can
3: I, let me. That's great. And you know what? You just triggered what I think I want to say. I want to praise the Lord for the the mercies that He brings to us every single day. I wanna I want to admonish you, church, to look around at the goodness that God has brought to you, even amidst your trials, right? The Bible says in Psalms 116 that in his right hand are pleasures forevermore. The Bible says in Isaiah that his mercy endures forever.
2: Amen. Owen, thank you so much. You're an amazing man of God. We love you. Thank you for tuning in and we'll be right back with today's message out of Exodus chapter 14. God bless you. We'll see you back. Freedom with Adam,
3: Leo Cross.
4: Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option that values constitutional rights and medical freedom. Serving ages 3 through 6th grade, hosted by At The Cross Church in Oceanside, they offer in-person classes and electives Tuesday to Thursday, along with a classical conversation community offering foundations and essentials on Mondays. And they're now accepting applications for spring 2023. Visit them online at www.AtTheCrossOceanside.org. Com. That's atthecrossoceanside.com. Welcome back to
2: Freedom with Adam Riojas. We just had an incredible guest speaker, Owen Hesmath, who literally was a YouTube and still is a YouTube entrepreneur, a YouTube expert and consultant and online marketing coach. He's a speaker. He's a husband. He's a father, and he's a four-stage survivor, and I'm going to say victor, because the victory belonged to him, because God fought for him. And so as we go now into the latter part of the show, which to me is the best part, it is the Word of God. We will be coming out of Exodus chapter. Fourteen Exodus chapter 14. And here we go as we open it up. But I wanted to do something a little different today. And if, if you're tuning in right now, I, I wanted you to see the importance of being able to know that the Old Testament was written for our admonition. And without having knowledge of the Old Testament, we don't have a full revelation of how things came to be in the New Testament when God, the Word, became flesh and appeared into man's history. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it says this. Now, this is not the message, but I want to start off with this before we go to Exodus 14, so that we can see Exodus with a better light and God can minister to us after reading 1 Corinthians chapter 10 from 1 to 13, and I'm just going to read, and then we're going to go back into Exodus chapter 14. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all of our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they lusted. Neither be ye idolaters as some of them... As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day, three and twenty thousand, twenty three thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by the serpents. Neither murmur ye or complain as Some of them also murmured and complained and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now, all these things happen unto them for our examples, that they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, lest he fall." There has no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able. But will, will the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it? See, with that understanding that the Old Testament was written for an our example in for our admonition, it would be it's going to be a lot easier for you and I to be able to read this and know that it was written for us so that we would learn these these amazing battles and how God fought for them and without further ado, the story starts off after the Jewish people, the Hebrews are let go by Pharaoh after God continued to allow him to harden his heart and God would actually do it at times. It shows you God's omnipotence. It shows you his divine purpose for humanity. 14.13 of Exodus says this, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, Let me repeat that, fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again, no more, forever. That's a powerful word when he begins to to tell, Moses begins to tell the people not to fear. Not to fear in this book, it says, Fear not. Fear not. See, the same instruction that was given to Moses was later given to Joshua again. And let me read that for you. In this story, in Joshua, Moses had already died. He didn't go into the promised land, but Joshua was to lead them. And let me read the instruction he got right before he marched into victory. Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. And here it is, only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee, turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper in whatsoever thou goest, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way, what? Prosperous, and thou shalt have what? Good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For, the, for thy Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. That still remains today. If today you find yourself in fear, today God can take that away from you. Be courageous, for God has not given you or I a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and of a sound mind. Now, the word continues, in that same verse, Exodus 14, 13, it says, Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. That is powerful. We can also see when God is working through Ruth and Ruth 3.18, where it says, Be still, sit still. In Isaiah 30, verse 7, the same thing. Now, there is an amazing psalm, and that's Psalms 46, and i want to read the whole the whole psalm and the emphasis is is verse 10 but the whole psalm is amazing this is one of the psalms that they believe luther got the great hymn a mighty fortress god is our refuge or shelter the word is shelter and strength a very present help in trouble therefore will we Not fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. See law. there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place, the tabernacles of the most holy, of the most high. God is in the midst of her, she shall not be moved, God shall help her, and that... Right early, the heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he turned his voice, the earth melted. Can you believe that? The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. That word refuge has a stronger meaning here. It literally means a mighty fortress. God is our mighty fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to seize unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear and sunder. He burneth the charity in his fire. And here is the message in Exodus. Again, be still and know that I am God. God is telling you right now here, listener, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen, I will be exalted in the earth, the Lord of Hort is the Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. That again is is our strong tower. See, this is directly from God's word. He is speaking to you right now to trust him, to not fear and to be. Still, listen, if you just tuned in, this is freedom with Adam Riojas as we 're going through god's amazing, incredible word, a word of exhortation for you, listener for the church. Do not fear and be still. Wait upon God. I know that sometimes it is the most difficult thing to do. But if you wait, you will see the salvation. You will see God rescuing. You will see God in a powerful, in a powerful way. Look what verse 14 says. The Lord shall fight for you. Did you hear that? The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold Your peace. Hold your peace. God will fight for you. He goes before you just as he did for the Hebrews. God is faithful. He's unchanging. He will fight for you. Isaiah 54, 17 says this. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage, this is what you have coming, of the servants of the Lord and the righteousness, their righteousness, your righteousness, is of me, saith the Lord. What a powerful verse. Know that God fights for you just as he fought for the Hebrews. But as we continue in this story, it says, The Lord said unto Moses, In Exodus 14, 15, Wherefore Christ thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. Go forward, church. You're struggling? Something is holding you back? Finances? Go forward. God is able to meet your need. You're sick? You just heard the amazing testimony of our guest today, Owen. How he, God, healed him from stage for cancer, he is alive, he is an entrepreneur, and there is nothing impossible for those that are hearing this word today, for those that have put their faith in God, but lift thou up thy rod, and stretch out thy hand over the sea, and divide it, this is God, and the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. They now know, and I've seen it, it's, it's like a, a, a land bridge underneath the Red Sea, and it's incredible. It's still, underneath the ocean but you can see how the people could walk through there it is incredible and I am sure that God raised it and put it there for a purpose so that you and I would know that this is not made up that this is not a, a myth that there is a God and that God reigns today that God is asking you not to fear to be still and that you would know that he fights for you just as he did for the Hebrews you're like wait a Minute. Where does it say that in the Bible? For me, we just read when we started this message out of 1 Corinthians chapter 10 that the Old Testament was written for your encouragement for, and for our admonition. Verse 17 of Hebrews 14 says this And I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptian. this is God speaking, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, upon his horsemen. And the angel of God, who's the angel of God? Jesus Christ, he's the messenger, father, son, Holy Spirit. One God, you're like, hey, explain that to me. The angel, angel means messenger. He was speaking for God because he is God, but he showed up as the angel of the Lord. And we read that in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 as well. He's the rock that followed them, which went before the camp of Israel, removed, went behind them. He was leading them, went behind them now, and the pillar of the cloud went before their face, the Shekinah, the glory of God, his holiness, and stood behind them to protect them. He not only goes before you, he goes behind you. He has your back. God has your back. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night, to these, So that the one came not near, the other all night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind. All that night it made the dry sea land, and the waters were divided. Now verse 22, it's important to read this. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground. And the waters were a wall onto them on the right and on their left. Most people are saying, hey, the ocean, the Red Sea had receded. It was only like two or three feet. The wind was strong, so they, they were able to walk through this muddy water. The Bible is very clear that it was dry and that it was walls of water on each side. They walked through the Red Sea. If you are hearing this, you know that your God is miraculous, that your God can do anything and everything. You heard Owen. He had stage 4 cancer and God healed him. God healed him. God can do that for you. There is nothing impossible for God as they walked now through dry dry ground with walls of water on the left and on the right. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them in the midst of the sea, even all of Pharaoh's horses, his chariots and his horsemen, they went right after them. The enemy is relentless at time. But know this, that God has your back. God has your best interests. He didn't call you to hurt you, but to bless you, to prosper you. And it came to pass in the morning, Exodus 14, 24. And it came to pass, once again, that in the morning, watch, the Lord look into the hosts of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud And troubled the host of the Egyptians and took off their chariot wheels that they drave them heavily, so that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fighted for them against the Egyptians. See, God is fighting for you. Sometimes it seems like, oh, it was just a coincidence. It wasn't. You ask God to fight for you, and he fights for you. You ask God to do something for you that would glorify him and he will bless you and your enemies will flee. Verse 25 says, this, and the Lord took off their chariot wheels that they drove them heavily so that the Egyptians said, let us flee from the flames of Israel for the Lord. Again, I want to repeat this fight it for them against the Egyptians. Listen, if you just tuned in, this is freedom With Adam Riojas as we're going through Exodus chapter 14 and we're seeing God's goodness. We're seeing God's instructions for you and I not to fear. For you and I to stand still when we've done everything and everything is falling apart. Everything seems impossible. We've done everything. Wait for the door to open. God is saying, be still and I will show you my salvation. I will rescue you. Verse 26 is, says this, And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thy hand over the sea, and the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength when the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it. And the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. This is incredible. And I want you to remember this, that God has power over nature. He created it. We see it in the New Testament when they saw Jesus walking on water. Peter says, if it's you, Lord, let me walk. Let me come unto you. And Peter came when he took his eyes off of him, like most of us do. He began to sink. And then he cried, Lord, save me. And Jesus stretched out his hand and saved him. Today, though, the message is not to fear and to be still. Because God is an amazing God. And there is nothing Impossible for him. Nothing. But the children of Israel walked upon the dry land in the midst of the sea. And the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. See, God wants to do the incredible for you today. Earlier this show we spoke about um, our guest actually about having stage four cancer and how God healed him. God healed him, God exalted him, put a table before the presence of his enemies, his cup began to overflow and it's still overflowing. Owen Hesmet Hemzath is now a YouTube entrepreneur, a YouTube expert consultant, an unlight marketing coach, and a speaker. He's a father. He's a husband. But most of all, he's a man of God. He has kept his eyes on the Lord. He Did not fear this cancer that was upon him. Just like he gave these Hebrew people God's chosen an instruction not to fear and to be still. To wait on God. That's the message for you today. Are you sick? God can heal you. Anytime you're hearing the word of God, whether it's in a church and right now through the radio or someone speaking something to you about God, God can do the incredible. Where two or three are gathered in my name, the Bible says, there he is in the midst. If any of you shall ask any, ask and it shall be done for them. God wants to do the impossible for you today. He wants to heal you. Are you addicted to drugs, pornography? Are you having marital problems, financial problems? God wants to do the incredible. God still can, and God wants to. God is a good God. The final verse says this in 1431 of Exodus. And Israel saw the great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. There's been hundreds of times that I've seen God's great work that he's done upon my enemies. And not only that, upon those that love him as well. And the people feared the Lord. That word feared is a high reverence. It's, It's like children, when they fear their dad not to steal or to do something bad, they fear him, but there's a reverence involved. You know that if you do something wrong, you could get spanked. But if you do something that's pleasing because you reverence, you fear your father, that you get blessed. The Bible is very clear that without faith, it is impossible to please him. But it also says that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. If that's you today, God wants to bless you. God wants to fortify your relationship with him. God wants to do a miracle in your life today, just like he did with the Hebrew people. Again, every time you hear God's word or you read his word, read it with expectancy. Nothing is impossible for God. And with that, I'm going to have my wife close us in prayer.
4: Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you, Father. We thank you that in your word you say for us to fear not and that you have redeemed us, that you have chosen us, that you have called us by name. And Father, we are here today um, hearing your just a message of being fearless And knowing that you are the God, the creator of the universe, and that you have chosen your people to stand here today and not be afraid, for the time is near. We know you're coming soon, Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for your message. We pray blessings over Owen and his family today. And Father, we just give this day to you in Jesus' name.
2: Amen. Thank you for listening. And we do want to invite you uh, to At The Cross Church. It's 21... 2112 Al Camino Real in Oceanside, 92054 at the Cross Church. We would love to see you. We would love to have you come and see God's goodness. And when you come, expect to be blessed. Anytime you enter God's house, expect to be blessed. We love you. We thank you. And, and if somebody is listening today and doesn't know Jesus, it's simple. Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me. I believe you died for me I rose from the grave on the third day. Save me, O oh God, in Jesus' name. We love you. We thank you for listening today. And we'll see you again next Sunday at 5 p.m. God bless you. And we love you. In Jesus' name.
1: Thanks for listening to Freedom with Adam Riojas. If you'd like to contact Adam, email him at freedom at adamriojas.com. Make sure to tune in next week at 5 p.m. here on K Praise. If you missed a show, go to your favorite podcast provider and search Freedom with Adam Riojas. Org. Freedom
4: Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option that values constitutional rights and medical freedom. Serving ages 3 through 6th grade, hosted by At The Cross Church in Oceanside, they offer in-person classes and electives Tuesday to Thursday, along with a classical conversation community offering foundations and essentials on Mondays. And they're now accepting applications for Spring 2023. Visit them online at www.atthecrossoceanside.com. That's at the